that's how we move forward. That's how we make progress. Well, what would that look like? What would this look like? What could happen? We do it scared. Hi, I'm Richard Ralston. Welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. Have you ever let your mind run wild, imagining what your future could look like? As a self-confessed dream chaser, Wendy Batten and her husband had a secret desire to live a different lifestyle. And when the opportunity arose, they sold everything, left their city-living corporate lifestyle, and ran away from home. Their new life still has its challenges, but it does bring them joy. So is it possible that you could also live a life that would bring you joy? Wendy would suggest that yes, it is. Hi Wendy, how are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to be here, Richard. Thank you. So just to get us going, get the ball rolling, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, what you're passionate about, and what drives you? Such big questions, right? <laughs> Let's just dive into the big thing. So I'm Wendy Batten. I am passionate about many things, but what brings me great joy is helping other people see their joy come true. I realize that through what I do, I'm a coach and mentor for creative shop owners and brick and mortar retailers. And honestly, I love what I do so much that I spend my days, you know, happy to be able to do it. So, um, you know, all our circumstances, everything brings us to where we are. And mm. that's my passion of the moment, I guess, right now. And it's all the things from the past have kind of all brought me here, I guess, to do this. So it brings me joy. I'm glad you enjoy what you do. That's I do. I <laughs> that's do. I love it so much that it really does light me up. I love doing what I do. So, yeah. And do you have a course or a membership right now? How, how do you work with these people you coach? So currently, I have a membership that I, or you know, have been growing for the last uh, couple of years, three years, and I love those people. I have a mastermind group, and I also have a one-on-one -on -one and other programs that I do with my retailers as well, too. But really, you know, all of these courses and programs and all of the things that I do with my members and my people, as I call them, my friends, I call them, we're growing, growing relationships. You know, it's it's part of the passion, but part of the day-to-day mm. -day passions are enjoying life, right? So that I enjoy what I do. How did you get into working with retailers online? I believe I became the coach that I was trying to find when I had my brick and mortar and when I was running a successful uh, brick and mortar and through years of other entrepreneurial endeavors that I've done. I've had other businesses as well. I'm a big believer that all of the things we've done in our past and all of the things, they sort of lead up to where you're supposed to be and bring, you know, they bring, we bring a little piece of everything to us. So I, you know, I've been entrepreneur for many years and running a brick and mortar and I struggled. And now I realize that those struggles have led me to be here to help others with their struggles. Again, might sound super dorky. Does that sound dorky as a coach? But I just really feel that all of my struggles all the way through have or I've just all come together at the right time and place for me to be what I'm really good at and what I really love and lights me up. I found it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how life, the journey's life leads us to where we are now. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but but it's actually true. So you said that you kind of became the coach that you were looking for. What what was happening there? Were you in the brick and mortar business at that time? That's right. So I became a creative entrepreneur. I was 
painting furniture, selling many things. I had a beautiful studio. I was teaching workshops. I had a great business that was really um, doing well, growing organically, but I didn't have a retail business degree and all of those things. I sort of morphed into following my passion and opened a retail business. And you know, honestly, there's it was going really well, but there all becomes different levels of business, right? Everything, you know, we, we opened the doors, that's a success in my, you know, and that's, you know, progress. Then I had built a customer base, that's progress. Everything was going really well. But what was happening for me personally was that it was going too well. <laughs> I was growing so well and so fast and I didn't have all the tools and the functions to, to, to scale that growth. And it, you know, everything in my life and in my journey and our businesses um, that we've, you know, we've had the pleasure of doing there, there becomes new challenges through every level. And my challenge was at a particular point in time with my retail business that I needed to get help, but I didn't know what help was. <laughs> I really didn't. I was like, we can't keep winging it. So I needed to put some strategies and all of those words that we, you know, don't like to talk about yeah. and learn more about the numbers and all of that stuff. And I couldn't find anybody to help me with that. So I became self-taught. I pulled pieces in from all kinds of places. And so that's the coach that I couldn't find. And that's what I do for my people. And I bet they appreciate it. I hope so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a really interesting time to be a retail coach over the last couple of years. But yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, very, yeah. very much so. Mm-hmm. So there must have come a point then when you were doing your brick and mortar shop where... Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you're doing something different now. So at some point that stopped. Why did you stop if it was being so successful and you were growing and you were learning new things? Why did you stop? So I stopped because, and I've just recently stopped being an actual brick and mortar, to be honest. I've grown and expanded. And as my store grew and as people noticed my uh, a lot of people in the industry that I you know the different small industries that I was working with a lot of my vendors was you know they were noticing they hired me to help their people and my friends were asking and fellow retailers were asking me to help them so I started putting programs into place and truthfully you can only do so many things for so long you know your attention can go in many different directions as we know and my business was doing really well. My coaching was doing really well. I could see a future in that. And I also had a secret desire to live a different lifestyle than what we were living at the time. And so the opportunity actually came to franchise my business. So first I franchised. I'm not sure if you even know that. Uh, I franchised my business. Yeah, I franchised my shop and I walked away from what I would call my baby and opened up another baby in another town. My husband and I sold everything we owned and ran away from home and uh, moved to a sleepy seaside fishing village where I did open a second location and did run that as well while I was building my coaching and while I was building, I was working with a lot of industry experts. I was a um, consultant for many people. I was speaking on a lot of stages and traveling and doing a lot of those things. So it was very conducive to that. So I was able to franchise my business and open the small or smaller scale space in the smaller town (laughs) while I was growing my coaching business. So. Ah, interesting. I didn't know that, Wendy. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So, I, ch- I, chasing, I was chasing dreams, right? So, you know, I've been a dream chaser forever. So, <laughs> but it, there you go. Yeah. 
And so you don't have a brick and mortar store now. No. So all of that, we have since severed the franchise tie only because the amazing, beautiful owner that took over my franchise wanted to go in some different directions. And I couldn't help with that direction because of the space I was in and growing my business. So we severed the franchise and she's growing a beautiful, gorgeous, beautiful business, sort of expanded upon what we had started with my business, which, you know, which still going strong, I guess I could say. And my studio space and my space here in my smaller town, my building sold and things were happening. So I just sort of decided to go full on into uh, my coaching was growing as well it's growing um rapidly so we decided to just sort of set that ball down we can only juggle so many balls at the you know at the same time right so i did need to make a change i needed to set that ball down and change is hard you know it's hard it was hard for us to move here to give up life as we're as we often joke and say when we ran away it was like life as we should have been doing we were supposed to be doing and now we're doing other things and coaching here from my tiny fishing village is giving me joy again back to giving me joy and doing what we want to do so was there some pain in that uh pain fear (laughs) all kinds of things struggle lots of yeah i think every decision we make when we don't take the natural path an easy road is hard it's yeah lots of pain sure so how did you walk how did you walk through that my um goal has always been to try to stay in you know it's not always chasing money or chasing income or you know we can do that if i want to do that i could go work for corporate world right so my goal is to create a lifestyle and um i don't think even you know you don't actually i don't think i actually like drew that out and this is where we're going and this is what we'll do next i think it's you know following a path but the pain and the struggle and the hardship through that are making decisions that are not normal (laughs) and i say normal because we've always been making you know as entrepreneurs we're always making decisions that are scary maybe scary and hard and it's really hard for me to push through that um I'm a pros and con girl, you know, what, what, what does this look like? What does that look like? Um, and surrounding myself with people and uh, other people and listening to other people is part of the process for me. Trusted people, because let me tell you, there's a lot of people that thought we were insane to, to move, to sell everything we own and run away from home as 50 year olds. But anyhow, um, there, you know, trusted people doing it scared. It's really hard, but really having a passion and a dream and asking yourself, you know, what, what does that look like? That's a very common thing. Uh, my husband and I are both self-employed and we ask ourselves, what does that look like? And that that's, that's how we move forward. That's how we make progress. Well, what would that look like? What would that look like? What would this look like? What could happen? We do it scared. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting phrase. We do it scared. You've got used to living in uncertainty. Is that is part of that because you've done this so often, you've made scary decisions so often and moved forward that you can see a pattern of things working out in your life? That's such a great question, Richard. 
<laughs> I knew you were going to throw good questions at me. You know, I don't think that I'm looked at everything turned out. Everything hasn't been awesome. Every decision hasn't been the best decision ever. You know, we've done lots of different things. We've not, um, so you can do it scared. It doesn't mean you always do it right. We have to work hard at what we're doing. Um, we can do it scared with advice and listen to people and, you know, and what does that look like? And it doesn't look like the way we thought it was going to look like, you know? So it's not always a pattern. And I will say though, um, I'm a big dreamer, a big thinker, a big visionary. I see big picture thinking of what it could look like, what I hope it'll look like, what I want it to look like. It's always been that way. I've done a lot of different things. We've been self-employed. I've done the corporate world and we did the self-employed. My husband and I have had a business for 25 years. Not that I've always, I mean, I've always helped him with it, but I haven't done that for all those years. And no, things haven't always gone. There hasn't been a pattern of success all the way through. <laughs> I don't know if that's, you know, but I really do think that the reward on the other side of trying and doing, and even if we fail, right, we've tried and we've done, and we haven't just stayed in the, I wish, uh, you know, well, maybe someday. And we're just not those people. I'm a big dreamer, a big thinker. And I, maybe my husband's not as much. So maybe I'm laughing because I'm thinking now, maybe our pattern is, you know, we kind of yeah about each other about different parts of that he's really big dreamer sometimes and i'm like a other different kind of dreamer <laughs> we, we just do different things we think of things differently but honestly at the end of the day it's our quality of life it's what gives us joy what how we can help others how we can serve others how we can serve our family for many years it was what's really good for our children we have children and now we're empty nesters so it's about us now a little bit and all of these things but i yeah i don't know i think moving forward and the progress that we've made doing different things and trying different things does come from wanting different things and try and again just being not afraid to try it we're still afraid don't don't get me wrong there's been many many nights of <laughs> fear but you know putting putting yourself and gathering the tools and being um vision and focused forward you know and just take those steps those what do we you know uh you share this a lot we talk about this a lot you know those little those little things those little decisions those little tasks those little goals like it might just be well let's just open the phone book and see what you know what's available or whatever in the next town or the next decision or whatever the big thing is all of those little things for us have resulted in big things at the end of the day or big decisions right well that was the question i was going to ask you because you know you two are big thinkers big dreamers you have big vision which is fantastic and obviously you're very very focused on lifestyle and designing yes. a lifestyle that really suits mm -hmm. you and and that you find fulfilling and so my question was going to be well how do you take those massive big dreams and actually implement them. Well, again, I guess and I, I'm laughing because when people say that to me and they do say that to me regularly, wow, you're a big thinker and you're a big dreamer and you're big doers. But I live in a tiny house in a tiny fishing village, you know, so it's so funny, like big dreams don't have to equate like massive corporate, you know, like whatever. I just love, you know, we love to travel and, you know, I know uh, Richard, you're in New Zealand. My daughter's in New Zealand. I can't wait. So, you know, I have big dreams to spend time in New Zealand and we have, I have and Europe. And so we do have big dreams and big goals. And I have big, big thoughts about like how I can support my retailers. So all of those big things 
in my tiny world. I, it's just funny when people say that to me. And again, it is just progress of the one, one thought at a time. One thought, one little, one part of the dream. I'm a big reverse engineer kind of person. I like to say, oh, here's the big dream. Okay, well, what does that look like if we wanted to go visit New Zealand for a couple of months next year? What does that look like? And I reverse engineer all those millions of steps. Because if you look at the big ladder, you look at the big dream, you look at the big thing, oh, we can't do that. We said to ourselves many times, we can't franchise my business. We can't, we can't sell everything we own and move to our cottage, a little tiny cottage in a seaside village. We can't do that. But when you start the steps, the big picture steps, and you break them down. <laughs> okay, we're on podcast, and I'm using my hands, everybody. <laughs> like these big, <laughs> these big, these big steps, you know. But they're big, they're big dreams, but they're little steps. They're like to get to that idea or to get to that dream or lifestyle or whatever it is you want. Because I am a big believer that we can have whatever lifestyle we want. Again, we had the big fancy house and all of the things, but it wasn't serving us. This little house and this little village and this beautiful business I feel like I'm building now serves me so well in our lifestyle. But how did we get there? It wasn't one big leap. It wasn't one big act of courageous moments. It was a series of steps that were you know, one in front of the other, one in front of the other, make progress, make progress. Okay, here's, you know, here's, well, here's the next step to this. What does that look like vision? And I guess it's just a big bunch of scary steps up that ladder, up that little ladder. I regularly, um, I tell people a lot, I'm fear, I'm very fearful of heights. I'm not a height girl at all. And I do talk about those rungs on a ladder. So again, back to our fishing village where we live, you know, sometimes when the tide is out and we come in on our little boat, I have to climb up this big ladder to get off the boat onto that wharf. And it's two ladders, just one with like big leaps. There's four steps, but they're big and they're scary to me. And the other one is like one of my neighbors has like a whole bunch of like little tiny ladder rungs and that's how we get up to the wharf. So, you know, I'm the little tiny ladder rung person. I need to make progress one step in front of the other, but I get to that end where I want to go. And then there's something else on the other side, probably I'll want to do, but yeah, it's one little tiny ladder rung at a time. Yeah, that's fascinating. And it is what we talk about a lot in the progress pods that we run yeah. and, and all the different bits and pieces that we do is just trying to figure out what is your next tiny step and just taking that. And this whole idea that when you say yes to one thing, you say no to everything else. And that's scary. So to mitigate that, let's make the next tiny step as small and tiny as an experiment as we can and just see what happens. And in your case, all these tiny steps have led you, well, from city living and corporate lifestyle to little fishing village lifestyle, which you absolutely love. Just to uh, give you listeners some context, Wendy may be living in a little cottage, little uh, fishing village cottage, but the view that she has from her office window is amazing and big and beautiful. So Wendy, you've now got your business to a place where you're enjoying it, you're fulfilled in what you're doing. What yeah. What's next? So I don't know. <laughs> so right now, to be, on, to be honest and truthful, um, I've spent the last two years helping other retailers, helping my retailers because of the COVID and the 
situation that the retail world has been in, um, I feel very, very, very grateful and very proud of the work that I've done with my retailers, but I haven't mm. been able to move part of my business. Uh, my, my business has sort of been status quo. It's been like all hands on deck, get, keeping everybody in business. My retailers are thriving. I'm just so like proud mama sometimes with my members, but my retailers and my clients, seeing them you know, do so well through this and stay in business. We've only lost a few retailers that have decided that this wasn't the life they wanted to live, but the rest of them are doing what they love doing. And they, and anyway, it's been such a great moment of pride, but it's been this two year sort of, let's just kind of, let's not do anything new or crazy or wild right now. Mm. So, you know, it's just been like, let's just support and grow and help and serve. And that is where I have been. So for me, the next, the next thing I, I'm really excited about, you know, I mean, although retail world has changed forever, we're kind of used to what we need to do to pivot and move and adjust right now. So I'm working really hard on growing my programs and my business and streamlining and dreaming about what it's going to look like. I have some a big, big fun things planned for my membership next year. I have lots of ways to help them make progress that I'm hoping to add into our programs. And, you know, one of the things I value most, I know you didn't ask me this, but one of the things as what's next for me as you know, next year is to really concentrate on those relationships that I'm building. I value intimate relationships, quality into intimate relationships as I grow my business. And I, and I know you haven't asked me this and I'm throwing this in here. So I belong to some of your pods and, you know, in, mm. in membership groups. And I think that learning, learning to be brave and do it hard and do it, you know, do the hard things and do it scared and grow your confidence is totally parallel with the relationships of the groups and the people that are immediately around me making those decisions. I can learn from lots of places and I can read and I can do and I can get confidence from different play podcasts and everything here. But I really value the intimate relationships that I have been getting to help me make progress. That is my that has always been um, when I look back over all the years of all these different things that we've been doing. It really is who's who's cheering you on. And that's what I try to do for my members. That's what I try to incorporate with my members. We can't make progress if we aren't supported having people who understand you and who are in your corner and who are cheering you on has made the world of difference to me in everything that we've done like always it's crazy yeah yeah having people around you who really believe in you who really understand you and are there to encourage and support you is huge that that influence that encouragement that support is huge i know that's true in my life and uh, as most of our listeners know, uh, you know, I'm passionate about seeing people realize their potential. I believe that we all have way more potential than we realize we have. And the way I help people personally work that out in their lives is through the progress pods. And, you know, you've talked to the talked about those a little bit. And there is something that happens in those groups when people come together with other like-minded people who commit to regularly turning up and talking about what they're doing, what their next tiny step is that they're working on, uh, when it's scheduled in their calendar, what they're going to be doing next, and, and coming back and celebrating with the group and, and telling the group, well, most of the time it's a celebration, sometimes it's not, sometimes they didn't get their little thing done because life happens. 
uh, and that's okay. And they're just having the group encourage you to to continue on. And even though you might not have got that tiny little step done last week, continue, do it this week, move forward. It, it makes a huge difference in people's lives. It's funny, I'm a very big procrastinator. I have these big dreams, but I'm busy in the day-to-day busy. This is the this is my confession, confession of Wendy. So I do a lot. I can get a lot done in a week. I can, you know, do a lot of things. I have the big dreams. I've done that reverse engineered of my next goal, like of my next big goal post or the next big thing. But without having people around me that say, <laughs> you said you were going to open that phone book, or you said you were going to just like, again, that one little rung, the one little rung, what is the one rung? You know, I might do five, I might do five steps this mm. week, I might be on fire and do it. But some weeks, again, I think over the last couple of years as well, too, it's been really um, not a cop out for me, but um, busy in the busy. And it's not just progress, it's getting past that struggle. And it might be you know, I have to investigate, you know, something. I want to start a podcast, (laughs) you know, which, you know, I did do a podcast, but it took me a long time to get, and that group would be like, okay, well, what's just like one little thing you can do? And it's like, well, find a name or whatever that, you know, whatever that next step is, or what are you going to call it? And coming back to that group every week for me (laughs) has been like, some days I was doing my tiny tasks an hour before the meetings, but it does make a difference, that one little step, that one rung. And wow, you know what? All of a sudden I had a podcast live and I had, you know, and, I, and, and that's thriving right now. And all of a sudden this project is done. It makes you, um, it encourages you, but you do have to have the right people that actually do care. That's, and I say that with love because we all can get wrapped up in thinking that maybe just you know, our, our sister and cousin and brother or whatever, you know, they're, they're all supporting you, but it's not the same when you're not accountable to that tiny task mm. of moving your business forward. Like you, you got to write it down. I mean, I'm a forever believer in this tiny task of moving things forward and accountability. And I will never leave my pod. And I'm really grateful. And if I can take a second here to say that I'm really grateful. I'm really happy that it's made a big difference in my life over the last year I don't it's been a while now I don't even know progress is happening but we could get wrapped up in that busy work that's me I'm guilty of that a lot and procrastination and all of those things that creep in yeah so being involved in a progress pod really has helped you deal to some degree with your natural tendency to procrastinate (laughs) yes Yes, it has. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad making about it, I'm making my I'm making my way up that ladder. Yes, yes, that's right. To the next goal, to the next goal post. Yeah, I'm I'm glad about that. Wendy, it's been wonderful to chat with you today. If people want to connect with you more, where can they do that? You can find me at wendybatten.com. I'm easily found there, and also on Facebook under Wendy Batten. Fantastic. We'll link to those in the show notes below. And so just as we finish, what's one piece of advice about how to make consistent progress that you'd like to leave us with? I think back to what I shared is that we just, we need to do it scared. You need to just have a a dream and go for it, (laughs) no matter how crazy pants it seems. And ask yourself, what would that look like? You know, do it scared. And what would that look like? What could happen, right? What would that look like? My biggest advice is to do it with the right 
quality people, and I keep putting that word quality in there because it's really important. Surround yourself with people that really do want to see you grow and thrive. That's my best advice. Do it scared with the right people. Thanks, Wendy. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Richard. You're welcome. I love that Wendy sees her life as a journey of tiny steps that has led her to where she is now. She has obviously had to overcome many challenges along the way, but it's clearly been worth it to build a lifestyle that she loves and that brings her joy. So if you have a dream, I encourage you to ask yourself, what would it look like? What could happen if you started to pursue it? Can you see it in your imagination in colorful 3D with surround sound? Maybe you can even sense what it would feel like. Now, simply make a start. Take the next tiny step to move yourself forward towards your dream, even if you have to do it scared, and see where you end up. And remember Wendy's advice to get some quality people around you who will encourage you and who really want to see you grow and thrive. As I'm sure you've realized, I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners and course creators set up ProgressPod accountability groups that use the next tiny step method. If you'd like to find out more about our ProgressPod accountability group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes below. You can also connect with me on Instagram at richardrelston. And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you would take the next tiny step and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review over there. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. And please remember to hit that subscribe button. And until next time, remember to use the next tiny step method to help you focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results. Thank you.